I'm Meg. I'm Drea. I'm Tina. And I'm Jess. And this is Part of My Stash. Welcome to Pardon My Stash, a podcast about knitting and how awesome it is. Yeah. Before we get into today's topics, let's talk about what we're all working on right now. Drea. I am currently working on the Celtic Myths Shawl by Aceta Krebs. Um, I haven't really been working on it for like two weeks now. Uh, been having a lot of problems. Not with the <laughs> knitting, but just problems. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. They happen. It's gray winter, you know. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but it's coming along, and hopefully I'll it finish this. Good. It does, uh, it does good. look good. By this time next week. Have you already gone? Hopefully. I know you said you had to go back. Have you already gotten that? Are you going back forward? Yep, I went back, and now I'm two repeats well, forward. Go. It's it's good forward progress. I feel good about I'll it. Look at that. You're, where you're working forward. forward now. One you step back. No, no more <laughs> steps back. <laughs> Someday... The rest of us will get to the border. I'm at the border. <laughs> but it is not this day. Jess is at the border. I Did I point to Jess? I, I mean, pointed I to me and Tina. Here, I but pointed right to me oh, and Tina. Right here. It's oh, not well, always about you, pointing. you know. They can't see pointing. It just sounded like the rest I of us. I said the rest in... of us. I, I didn't mean well, not you. I tell you what. Me and Jess, we are top tier. Fail. High five. <laughs> and we are working on sweaters. I finished my sweater. Yay! <laughs> You're working on sweaters. We're doing other stuff. Stuff's happening. Stuff hey, happened. we were supposed to be in this together, we and you just hung me out to dry. No. You just, like, straight hung me out to dry. No, we're in it together. I've no, been, no, yes. apparently we're not. Some of us have finished sweaters, and some of us have not. I also don't have a finished sweater. Way to rub it in. <laughs> I'm never going to have a knitted sweater. Things are getting heated in the knitting community. Well, and that's it, folks, for today. (laughs) Join us outside for a fist fight. (laughs) Pardon my stash. How dare you say I'm not on the border? Listen, listen. I'm betting on you. Hard on this border, okay? Jess, are you kidding me, guys? We're just scrappy. We're just. This isn't supposed to be a fight. We're just supposed to talk about. We're just supposed to talk about what we're working on. All right, Tina. Tina, Tina, what are you working on? (laughs) Bring it back. Bring it back. I'm. I'm working on my original pattern of the double horn scarf. Yeah. And I haven't finished my sample yet, but I have testers working on theirs, and I think they're farther than me. <laughs> Good for them. Good for you, testers. Yes, go, go, go Fienerina Knitwear testers, go. go testers. <laughs> but it's actually coming out pretty good. It is very pretty. It is pretty. Yeah, I like oh, the yarn that you're using. Yes. What yarn are you using for that, Tina? I'm using Juniper Moon's Cumulus in rainbow in great reef yeah glad you enjoy it (laughs) it's very nice it is very nice it's very soft what are you working on meg so i am uh i'm working on like many things um but the thing i'm working on right at this moment in time still working on my jazz gal sweater uh by mary annarella my split for the sleeves last week yeah oh my god it's so much faster now that there is uh it's just the body I got rid of like 140 stitches with the sleeves. I told you the sleeves. <laughs> no, you split. really did, and it made a huge difference because I was sitting there before I split for the sleeves, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm I did an entire ball of yarn on just the yoke, and yeah. what am I going to do? Like, there's no way this is gonna fit. And then I split for the sleeves, and I'm like, oh, 
this is much smaller. That's how that works. <laughs> Jess, what are you working on? <laughs> I am still working on my I Am Dragon Shawl. But apparently it's, it's also on the border of I, Celtic myths. Yeah, as I we was getting there. God. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I am also on the border. Uh, I don't know how far on the border I am because I forget You're to about count. halfway, aren't you? I think so. You look it. About there. From what I've it's, seen, you look about halfway. so much. Yes, but it's, it's it is looking really nice, so... Um, can't complain too much. I don't think I'm going to hit the, uh, you know, finish by March deadline, but we'll oh, see well, what well, happens. Well, I am definitely not. We'll see what happens. Yeah, high five. I'm, I'm yes. trying to get a full 16 row repeat done a day. It doesn't happen, you know, Thursdays a lot of times, but at least six days a week. <laughs> so six repeats a week. Uh, but yeah, so that's, uh, that's my main work. I, two works there. I mean, I also have a, uh, crochet eagle, but, um, kind of fell behind because I, I really want to work on the I am dragon. It's coming out. You're great. almost done I'm with so it too. Gorgeous. So like, I can't wait. Um, I love the colors. It's a statement piece. Super excited. All right. So awesome. Um, if you guys want to see pictures of our current projects or get more information about Pardon My Stash, be sure to check out our website, pardonmystash.com for info, pics, patterns, and yarns. And now... A word from our sponsors. So in super exciting news, Pardon My Stash has our first sponsor. Yay! Yay! <laughs> it's uh, Rebel Woolworks. It's a local yarn shop featuring their own indie dyed yarn located in La Grande, Oregon, featuring deep saturated tones. Their yarn is a gorgeous inspiration of the Pacific Northwest wilderness. Currently, they have a John Muir series installment for dyed yarn, as well as yarn kits for the Alieska shop by Carrie Peterson, known as Curious Conundrums, releasing February 25th. We're so excited to have you! Yay! It is super exciting. <laughs> I can't wait to like get, get a closer look at some of our stuff, because right now we've just kind of looked at the Instagram and seen some of those nice colors, but... Oh, the uh, pictures are so they good. They are really nice. They, they are, are really so nice. nice. Yeah, it's really interesting, too, that she's using like kind of the historical, historical inspiration, John Muir, the... Yeah. Uh, the conservationist in Pacific Northwest. So that's really cool. The history nerd in you. I'm a really Hooray! big nerd. No, that is really cool. It's 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 a very different sort of inspiration than you usually see in in a lot of of indie dye yarns. No, and if you see some of the photos that they're using for the inspiration, they're really nice too. Mm. And I feel like the colors really do actually like bring bring those out. So in particular, the one we saw was I think it was called like into, into the, the wilderness. forest, into or, the forest, yeah, or into yeah, the wilderness, and into, and into the forest I go. Yes, yes. Yeah. thank you. Oh, love that one. <laughs> oh, so good <laughs> mystery box mystery box what's inside the mystery box and on my mystery box segment today we are going to talk about the oft overlooked art of weaving in ends oh, no i know y'all are complaining but it's <laughs> no. it's really it's super important so actually, much enthusiasm for this segment actually you know what i don't know even know why i'm complaining i know you like i weaving was gonna say ends. you like I, I, I weave them in as i go because i, I don't like weaving in ends at the end no i usually don't either i made an entire sweater i did not weave in any of my ends wow how did you stand it i i wore it i was fine <laughs> Oh, wait, you didn't weave them in even when you were done? No. <laughs> oh. No, the ends. And now the ends, look behind the curtain. <laughs> the ends on the edges are woven in. The ends of the joins inside the body are not woven. 
<laughs> and they probably never will. And be. they probably never will be because they already blocked it. So <laughs> it's, it's well, uh, it just is what it is, man. That is an art all in itself. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we all said, have our preferences. I don't not. I don't not weave in all my projects i actually do usually weave them in but That's for this true. sweater i was just not you were just ready for it plussed. to be done i want no to be done. Yeah. yeah but no i because there are there's multiple ways to do it or not do it or wait to do it and all all of that jazz um personally for me it depends on the project um but there are actually um a lot of different methods of weaving in the ends depending on the type of knitting you're doing to help it hide better tell me um so do you know know, i actually have a lot of trouble um weaving in ends when it's ribbed like when when i have a yes so Mm. they have a good version for that which i was actually i I found um a website which we'll post a link on on the blog um and it's by um nimble needles and it's funny because i I was reading it um prepping for this just trying to see what other people do and a lot of her techniques are very similar to ones that i have used only better um so i'm like oh this actually works out better so um for that for like the ribs the 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 way that they say the best way to do that is um i want to say it's on the knit portion of it you're actually going to thread the tail or the end up through the legs of Mm -hmm. one of the ribs go over to the other side and back down Hmm. through it. So it's in between the leg of the knit and the pearl. So you can kind of just barely see it. That's one of the ones they say it's it's a lot harder to hide it. But um, you don't lose the stretch by going across it, which you do if you weave it in going going across the which rib, is usually what i do which is yeah so yeah. you're not losing usually, that stretch i don't know if this is the exact same thing you're saying but i usually just go up the rib yes i do as yes. well yeah usually through the the knit yeah um yeah yeah that's what same. i usually yeah do. it's a, but they basically do that but then loop it around back down huh. um that way if it pulls it doesn't automatically pull out, pull you out. Still have which is super the obnoxious other, the other yes. leg um and it gives it time uh depending on the fiber to fill itself into huh. into it so that's uh that was one and they uh the site actually is good because they have pictures of exactly how they do it and that's what, what i was looking because i did something similar but i never went back down through it and i'm like oh that would prevent the tail from just that's really out, really flying, smart flying to out. do that i'm gonna remember that um another one they have for stockinettes which again is something I that ask. i did was um because i usually go through the pearl side on that of course Same. um but I would usually just go straight and let it go. Well, they have it if you go at an angle, like a 45 degree angle one direction, and then loosely turn it and go to a 45 degree angle in the other direction. So now it's going in two directions. It won't pull as much. Hmm. And so long as you keep it a little bit loose at the turn, it won't pull out as you're moving stuff around in it. Huh. Um would that work for someone who did reverse stock net in a sweater? I may or may not have blocked already and have to. <laughs> I mean, and so you just have to do it on the knit side. <laughs> you just say, right? yeah, you, you just, just do it on the knit, knit side. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. But they they have for those, they have one for um a garter stitch as well. That one I, I don't do a lot of garter stitch because I'm awful at keeping my interest on a garter stitch. So I haven't used that one <laughs> as much. Um 
but they they do have a couple uh, tips for doing it on a garter. They they have some for for like a couple different projects in in knitting knit wise, purl wise, and pictures and everything for it. So it's I do like pictures. It's, I was gonna say, it's, and they also have videos as well. If you do uh, the and the videos actually aren't bad. I'm I'm terrible with videos. Um, I lose interest real fast. I don't like waiting, but the videos <laughs> actually aren't bad. They, they 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 go pretty quick, and it's like oh, I can see it, and we're done, and we're good. So um, it's it is it's a good uh, site to check out for for those of you uh, knit wise doing that. Another thing uh, that they point out, and this is something I usually always do, is actually make sure the tapestry needle you're using is actually a sharp one, not a dull one. Why? Because you can angle it through the yarn a lot easier, a lot quicker. It goes in between. And you can also, in some cases, the best way to get it to stay and to fell in is to split the yarn and go in between it, which you're not going to have as easy of a time doing it with a dull needle. So I think all of my tapestry needles are dull. Most yeah. of all them of, are. All of most, mine are, most of are them plastic, but I have one are. that's like super sharp and I don't like using it because it goes, it's, it, it splits, splits the yarn. It splits the yarn. And you have to but be careful with it. maybe that's the better thing to do. I don't know. Um, see, I usually for knitting, I usually always use a sharp, uh, sharp tapestry needle for crochet. I use a dull one, but that's because I use thicker crochet needles. And I also do amigurumis. And if you're trying to use a sharp needle through cotton, it's mm-hmm. breaks awful. Yeah. No, it gets stuck and yeah. you lose cool. it. Cool. And you don't want that in cool. a stuffed animal. I have no. a, a pointy needle stuck in there. <laughs> it's kind of, kind of bad. Kind of bad. Um, for the kids. Um, but yeah, no. So so they have that. They, they have um, stuff. Uh, I mean, there are instances you want to use a duller needle, especially if you're doing seaming, which they also kind of cover a bit in there. Um, so yeah, so for knitting, they have a good one. I unfortunately couldn't find a good site for like for crochet weaving in. And in most cases I've had with that, I, I again, usually use a dull needle at least to start and then I'll use a sharp needle to finish it off so I can split into the yarn and and kind of felt it in there with amigurumis you kind of want to get an idea of where you're going or anything you're going to seam get an idea of where you're going because you can use the tail to weave in to seam and then you have a like you're using the same yarn it's less of a break there's less things you have to worry about Mm -hmm. um you can actually it's actually kind of more important in um stuffed animal work and whatnot for weaving in ends because a lot of times you use it to shape your projects um, a lot of like animal heads, uh, the shaping comes from pulling the ends enough to kind of shape hmm. heads and whatnot into I into that shape. That. Yep, you gotta kind of pull it in and pull the best loop stuff and pull it into place and and mess with it. So if you have to seam garments too, mm-hmm. if you're doing it in pieces, it's easier to do it with the end rather than like having have, a new piece yeah, of yarn there's one um, less end to weave in yeah exactly <laughs> and it tends to just stay better yeah uh, keeps the garment together a little bit better so that's what i got on uh weaving in ends and an art that people kind of overlook but you know what it's 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 part of the project i, didn't know I feel you inspired gotta, you gotta, i feel like i learned so much in the last inspired. 10 minutes you know what a good mystery box I, it was, was a, a good, good mystery, mystery box, box. Yay. yeah i liked it i, f- I feel like i can go home and actually weave in the body ends are maybe. you going to no oh. no <laughs> no i mean like but my, you I feel might. like you could i might i, I might. feel like i could she's gonna think about it at I'm least think about it yeah and you know like try to but like it's so hard because when i put it on you really can't see it you're it's like true. whatever That's it fair. doesn't even matter it anymore you can't even see it you can't even see the ends such That's a good secret it's a good secret. But now all our listeners know. Oh, dang. <laughs> They're all going to look at my photos and be like, where's that end? I, <laughs> I know it's there. there. <laughs> we'll find it. 
So moving into our topic for the week, uh, I believe we are going to talk about branching out other fiber activities. New in, activities in kind scene. of scare me. In our scene. <laughs> New activities. <laughs> Bull crap. <laughs> it's hard for me to learn new things, okay? You don't have to learn them right away. You can still try <laughs> That's half the fun. You're, you're talking to uh, the, the queen of hyperfixation. Oh, Look, I man, I gotta try and stuff. Uh, lots of new hobbies. Gotta gotta <laughs> try it's time things. to try a new hobby. <laughs> I'm off to find a new hobby. <laughs> That's enough for <of> that. <laughs> My house is filled with half done projects. Yay! Yay! <laughs> Expensive half done. Mm. Books that's how, and books. That's what I feel. This is not fiber, but that's how I feel about the cricket machine that Patrick just got that me. looks so cool. Yeah. It is very cool. <laughs> but at the same time, I'm like... You just slap labels on everything. <laughs> just do it. Is that yeah. what make your, Yeah. You can make labels. Oh, no. Yeah. I have friends that, that do... Um, they have those and they put like labels on cups or shirts or like... You could literally do pardon my stash stuff on everything. Well... I will help you with that. I will branch out for you. <laughs> <laughs> we, we will do a non-fiber activity. <laughs> for the sake of the podcast. related <laughs> to fiber activities. Oh, it is. Yeah. It's for the podcast. So it's a fiber activity. Go. Exactly. Branching yeah. out. Yes. Thinking outside the box, inside the box. Amazing. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Brought Simply. to you by the mystery box. <laughs> for Simply out, stunning. Guys. There you go. <laughs> There's your tidbit for the day. Thank you for coming to part of it. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no. I mean, uh, other branching out things. I, I mean, we all know there's lots of stuff other than just uh, we talk a lot about knitting because everyone here does do um, knitting. I have brought up crochet lots of times because yes. that is that is a thing that I have done and still do. I also do that very yes. poorly, but no. I do it. <laughs> I um, can crochet a single chain. Same. That's more than I can do. Same. I can. Me too. I can do a finished edge on a slipper because I, I had to do that I had to do that and it looks really bad but the person I gave it to thought it was awesome so look it's man, all that matters yeah. uh, Meg don't you embroider poorly no <laughs> no no fun. embroidery is not it's not my my strong suit it's I can do about three stitches Jess is the one that does all, she can do all the fancy stitches and the yeah, guys, knots I embroider and stuff too. Jess is really good at it uh, better um, question Jess uh, what what fiber art activity do you not do? Um, okay, so I'm not great at spinning with a wheel. I can do a drop spindle pretty good. Not so much the wheel. Meg is more the wheel spinner. However, I can fix it pretty good. She became a huge pro. At fixing at, at fixing our wheel. I'm probably not great at other yeah. wheels, but I, our wheel is pretty... So we, we both learned how to spin at um, New England Fiber Fest back in 2015. That long ago? It was that long ago. No, um, no seriously. It was 2015. We went to New England Fiber Fest, um, and we learned how to spin at the Rhode Island Spinners Guilds group over there. Lovely people. They're, they bring their wheels. They bring their spindles. They bring just all this stuff to teach. Just there to teach people how to yep. spin is literally the best place to learn. Nicest people. Um, you know, we each bought a drop spindle and bought some fiber. 
um, got home and did it real poorly. Yep. Um, but managed <laughs> it, did manage to spin. I actually still have the, um, so the, when I, when I first spun at New England Fiber Fest, I spun a really terrible, um, <laughs> like length of white and blue. And the gentleman who taught me, I want to say his name was Dave. And if so. I'm wrong, I'm sorry. He actually took it off. He knotted it into a bracelet, put it around my wrist and was like, you keep that. And I still have it in my jewelry box. Oh, my first piece of spinning. And it is so poorly done. But I appreciated <laughs> his enthusiasm of saying, you know, it is the first thing that you have done. You need to be proud of it. That's how I felt um, about my first scarf. Yeah. It's, it was full of holes. It doesn't need to be great. It's just the fact that but you, you took the, the it. risk. You did. Yes. You did it. I did. And then a year later, we went back and I tried the wheel for the first time. And then about three weeks later, we bought an ancient <laughs> um, like 1890s Canadian production wheel. Um, her, name's Fiona. her name is Fiona after the woman we bought it from for a steal. I mean, she gave it to us for a really good price. And Fiona has been repaired in a non-antique way <laughs> by Jess's grandpa, who is a carpenter. Fiona kept throwing her drive band. She was um, a little warped. She wood. was very warped. And uh, Grandpa Jay saved the day. Um, and she works just fine now. Um, I haven't spun in a while. Um, I'm not great at it, but it is amazing how much faster it is to spin on. I'm, I'm probably better on a, with a drop spindle, but the wheel is faster. And I haven't I haven't actually done any spinning since Mariel was born. Keeps pulling the string. Well, it was partially that and partially because the drive band over time will break. Yeah. Like every piece of string <laughs> when it's been stretched a billion times. Um, so I, I got the new drive band and put it on when we moved here and I just haven't sat down and tried using it. But I really like spinning because it's it's like knitting in the respect that it's Fundamentals are very traditional. Um, spinning and knitting have not changed exponentially since their inception. The things that we make may have changed a lot, but the actual process. Yeah, is now you've got travel wheels. Well, yeah, you've got the traveling <laughs> wheels. Now, but the same thing with knitting. I mean, you know, a hundred years ago, people weren't knitting for fun. Yeah, true. They were knitting for, for practicality. Pr- pr- practicality for yeah. production. You weren't making cute little lace socks. <laughs> you know, you were knitting some hardcore stockings that you were going to wear, you know, in the cold. And spinning is the same way. It's a it's a an ancient ancient activity. It's even older than knitting. It goes back to ancient times. But I think it's a lot of fun. And it's also it's a good mindless activity for watching TV. Yeah. Very rhythmic. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot yeah. of fun. I have been very intimidated by spinning. Really? Yeah. Like, you should I've, try it. Like, I've, I see people spinning. I've seen you spin before, and I'm just like, wow, that's magic. <laughs> it's, <laughs> you know what? It, like, as soon as I realized, like, with the drop spindle that you have to catch it, because, like, we were spinning it, and it spins, the fiber twists, but unless you catch the spindle, it's going to go the other way and unwind. Ah. And that's the trick to it, is yeah, you have gonna... to, and it's it seems so idiotically simple now keep it going um, the same direction but we were like the first time we tried spinning at home we're like why is this not working and it's because like honestly what i usually do is i i drop the spindle and i spin it and then i catch it between my knees and then i draw out the fiber and then i drop it again and catch it between my knees which is you know obviously not the way everybody has to do it but that's just the way i do it um, the other nice thing about spinning is that if you're using a drop spindle it can be very portable um, right you can just throw everything in your knitting bag and take it you obviously are probably not going to take a full-on wheel places why are you giving me that look across the table you can also macgyver a drop spindle yes you can oh, i see you can. some very nice ones made with a cd and a doll oh yeah 
Definitely. Well, the Rhode Island Spinners Guild had a few of those too mm-hmm. as backups. I yep. feel like we need a MacGyver sound <laughs> every time Jess comes. We up really with a do. MacGyver do we? Solution. Do we? We should just get the theme song. Yeah, to MacGyver. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Play that um, because she has a really good point, and it, it yeah. is it is a very you, and and the other thing too, like not to to try to sell spinning here is that fiber is a lot cheaper to buy than wool. It is. It's way cheaper to buy than wool. So if you don't mind making your own fiber, making your own fiber, making your own yarn. Are we sheep? You will. Yes. (laughs) Yes. You will spend a heck of a lot less if you are buying fiber versus buying wool that's already been, you know, treated, whatever. (laughs) Treated and dyed. Drea does dyeing uh, occasionally. on occasion, yeah. Did you well, totally forget that? Well, no, you she totally forgot you, that. She thought you were making yes, a joke. I, I think dramatically dying. in public sometimes. <laughs> so wow. Fun, no, fun hobby. Drea, Drea occasionally has been known to dye yarn. Yes. It's not It's not a side hustle, but... No, but... It's a it's, hobby. Yeah, it's a hobby. Mm. Uh, I would like to get better at it, actually. You you already are very good at it. Yeah. It's, it's a process. Yeah. But I, you made I us yarn like for I, Christmas, and it was gorgeous. I did. I love the yarn you made. I did. Um, I think I want to to branch out and do more of it when I have like more space. More space. Yeah, that's fair. Wait, more space? Okay, look. I am <laughs> uncomfortable experimenting with dying in your space. Okay. Oh, okay, that's fair. All right. But I'm just saying messes can be yeah. unfortunate. It's it's more space for like drying. Oh, I see. I see. I see what you mean. Yeah. There's, there's only so many skeins I can dry on a field. Is plants. yarn hoarding a fiber activity? Because yeah. that's the only other thing I, I do. Mean, yeah. That is literally it. Yes. That's it, guys. I it's support not, you. I wouldn't. You know what? Let's let's not call it as as controversial a term as hoarding. Let's call it curating a an extensive fiber collection. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like a museum. Spin it that way. You are okay. curating an extensive fiber collection. A museum okay. of fiber, so if you will. Right? It's all about the way you spin it. Yeah. yeah. Spin it. I mean, <laughs> some of that stuff they don't make so anymore. So when, you, when like... you come home now from the yarn store, you don't say, Patrick, look at the yarn I bought. You say, Patrick, look at these great new exhibits for the <laughs> yarn collection. <laughs> <laughs> it's all in the way you spin it. But you know, <laughs> Jess... Jess actually makes a very good point. I have yarn that is discontinued. That is right. No longer mm-hmm. you can no longer get it. Exactly. Else. It's a yarn exhibit. It's yep. an exhibit. Yep. You have it on display. See? It's art in and of itself. Take notes, people. <laughs> <laughs> Don't take notes. And as we've said before, pardon my stash does not endorse lying to your partner oh, about yeah, your no, stash. No. But there is nothing wrong. I don't lie to with my partner. Spin- no, I'm just saying. Because talking general, about bringing it home and, and you know. <laughs> just, just because it's being said, it doesn't mean it's about I you. you said in general, I don't lie to my Yeah, partner. that's definitely how that sounded. Yeah. <laughs> but what I was trying to say is that there's nothing wrong with spinning it in a more positive manner. Yeah. 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 No, you he know. knows when the yarn comes home. Well, exactly. People do it on resumes. You just all the say time. you just say you are you are bringing in new exhibits for your extensive fiber collection. Yep. And he's gonna go. Okay, Tina. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Tina. Whatever you say. That's pretty much away. it. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. But so well, we have we have spinning, we have fiber dyeing, we have um, crochet. Obviously, there's like a macrame, which I I did back in the day terribly. And did you really do, a, do macrame well, back in the day wow. when I was actually a Girl Scout? Go figure. Um, wow. 
That's and I hated more surprising it. It than was, the macrame. Uh, <laughs> I wanted the wings, dude. And my parents wanted to get rid of me a night a week. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, I was never good at it, uh, ever. And I, I never really picked it back up again. But I've seen people of my neighbor actually used to do these beautiful macrames. They were like trees of life and stuff. Like, wow. They were amazing. So, I mean, that's... That's, uh, I mean, not tying in general. That's technically a fiber art. So, you know. One we haven't brought up yet is weaving. weaving. I don't do it personally. I have several friends who who are really extensive weavers. Um, and the, I think the really cool thing about weaving is that you can get a yarn that you're really having trouble with knitting or crochet. And maybe it doesn't want to be knit or crocheted. And it looks excellent on a loom mm-hmm. um, especially because the whatever pattern you do can kind of blend the yarn in with other yarns or bring out different qualities um, weaving also um, you they buy a lot of coned yarn for that coned yarn tends mm. to be a little bit cheaper you get yeah. more of it at least yeah for... you definitely yeah. get more well I bought that big cone of fingering I think it was like 1500 yards and I paid 15 bucks for it yeah. downstairs I didn't realize that's how much I paid for it because I bought it like you know in 2015 or something like that but I looked at the bottom of it. I was like, oh, this is real cheap. Which is great. If you want to like test some patterns, but you don't want to use the good yarn yet, like pick up a cone or two and use that for Knit, your... Knit Picks has cones that you can get. Yeah. yeah. Like off your... Amazon. I, I have a, for a, your a tests. couple cones. I use that for test stuff, all, like test swatches and stuff like that all the time. Yeah. To try out stitches. And there's machine knitting, which you guys have both done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Pat's done. Yeah. Pat it's Pat. about drive. It's about power. <laughs> <laughs> but Tina's most watched it is uh, my reel most, on Instagram. It is my, it is my most watched reel on Instagram. Is, is Pat running a, a knitting machine? <laughs> he is upstate. I feel like if I put him on more reels, like he would start like you know getting more hits than me and now knitting with patrick (laughs) can you imagine can you imagine patrick if you're listening i found your second job (laughs) (laughs) no um my friends down in north carolina would cross stitch a lot i did that when i was a kid but um i didn't have the focus for it cross stitch yeah it is quite intense yeah and Um, and they have like magnifying glasses Mm. and then like lights and then and they would sit there with their piece of paper with very small numbers all okay. over it. Okay, let me just say, my mom never gave me any of that. No, no. She just gave me the floss, the needle, and was like, here you go. Good yeah. luck. No Have wonder fun. why I didn't like it. <laughs> I needed the magnifying glass and the lights. And yeah. <laughs> no, they were. They would be all, like, all set up. Yo, would... You know what I used to do? Latch hook. What is that? Oh, God. You okay. did latch hook? Oh, no. So, I did, too. So I, don't, they give, I don't know what that no. is. No. Oh. So they give you this weird, like, um, it's like a rug without the stuff in it, because you're basically making a rug. Um, and, like, this this plastic packet of strips of yarn, like, like oh, three-inch strips of yarn. I remember and, this. And you have... You, you had them like as a, kits as a kid. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's not and, me. Yes, you and did. It's like Trust paint me. by number, but with yarn strips. Yes. And you take the yarn strip and this hook, which now I can't, I have, I have all this stuff and I can't remember how to use it. And you'd basically hook 
the yarn through and then like pull it up and then you tie it off and you would do this for all the colors and it was make, literally the same thing over and over and you'd over. make a rug and different this is colors. why i never finished one it was yarn I by number literally have no idea no look it up man know. dude like, I the same one that you would have the grid and like you would make like little dish squares and stuff like that you, no 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 that's that. different was, i did that too that i don't know what that's called what is that that's called, called the, the pot holder you made in third grade <laughs> with the that is what right? that's called with the loop oh, yes. yes yes that, that was like um i think i think that was like uh it was called like a loop something and i forget exactly yeah. but yeah no we did that in like summer camp yeah I, I see this now um i never did this yeah no see i used to do it all the time that was another thing my grandma threw at me and i was like yeah i'm gonna focus on this until i'm halfway done and i get bored unless there was a cat on it and then it got finished but no um no thank you no we did that i also tried um I don't know what it was called, but it's like it, kind of the same idea, only had a longer strip of like floss and color, and you had like this punchy needle, and you would punch it through and catch the floss. Oh my god, floss. my mother used to do and those. They're like, like wall hangings. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. There's, there is a vendor who sells those at Rhinebeck. Yeah. I don't remember what that's called. Wow, um, we're really it's really today. It's really pretty, though. <laughs> it's a punchy loop. Yeah. Punchy it's a punchy loop. loop. It's a punchy <laughs> loop. <laughs> You're not supposed to MacGyver names for things. <laughs> that's not the objective. Look, I've punched myself with the punchy loop before, and it hurt. It's literally, actually, it's punch needle. Ha! Punch needle. Punch needle. Really how to thread a punch needle a yeah punch, punch, punch needle, needle. Yeah, you um, really yeah those can they, they can be really really beautiful no they they, they can and, and they're they, they are they're a lot of fun and oh these are pretty Sorry. yeah they're okay, nice I'm distracted right? i'm googling oh and last summer on if you remember on uh worldwide knit and public day when we went to stars hollow the girls did needle felting, needle felting which Aww. i want to do yeah they, they did. did needle felt mariel didn't Aww. because i was like you're not holding a needle well, yeah, at one no, year old that is sure. not <laughs> happening my child um yeah but but, my but your girls and three-year-old yes did do they did the and yeah. um that is really. Kit I want to get this year and try because I. I try. have a felting kit. I do you really? Try needle felting yeah. for what? Somebody gave it to me. I, but, think, it, I think it's bunnies. Bunnies. Okay. Bunnies. Yeah, you can do all sorts of shapes and stuff. You you got to get a gnome one. I got to get a gnome one. My mom has a, a gnome thing. She likes gnomes. Yeah, the girls. Cool the girls made like hearts and clothes. Yeah, they made little yeah. ones. It was cute. It, it was, was very real cute. cute. Did I? Did we mention how much we like Stars Hollow? We just love Stars Hollow. <laughs> it's She's a pretty good place if you're in Connecticut. It's yeah. the it's the best place. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. They not, were so good. To not the a kids. pay dot. And that's all the time we have for this week. For additional content and opportunities to connect with the cast, be sure to check out our Patreon or our website at partofmustache.com. And remember to tune in next week for more tips, nits, and wits at Part of Mustache.